very smart friend of mine, he's a financial uh, analyst. What he did last week is he decided to do a cash out refi to pull out 20 grand. Throw it in the stock market. Yeah. Yeah, that's to buy low. That was a good move. You know? So it's, it's definitely a lot that you can do. It's not like these, these numbers where they're higher are unattainable because um, people would be surprised by um, the payment difference from 20% down to 5% down. It's not, that, it's not that significant. Okay, guys, here we go on the Premier Podcast, powered by Premier Mortgage Lending, where we are connecting community to success. We've got another episode with Joanne Rodriguez from the Wyndham Coco Early Office to talk about the February market update. Right, Joanne? Yes. Yes. Thank you for having us again. Oh, of course. Excited to be a lot doing of fun. this. I know it is, and I'm glad we're doing this every month. It kind of gives us a great snapshot of what the real estate market's like. Yeah, especially locally in Salem and Wyndham. It's super important for all of our followers, listeners out there to understand the market. So if they're looking to purchase this spring and summer, they have the information necessary to make a good and informed decision. Right. Education's huge to have a new toolbox when you're looking for a house. Absolutely. Let's talk Salem. So let's talk Salem. In February, we had 19 new listings, yep. nine of which sold, and the average sale price was 357 Okay. So when we looked at that in January, we had 22, 10 sold. So we're selling about the same each month, but the price dropped from 330 to 350 I beg your pardon, 430 to 357%. So we saw about a $73,000 drop. That's a big drop. It's a huge drop. And the other thing, which was a little, you know, raised my eyebrow a little yep. bit, is in 2019, we sold about the same. We sold 10 in 2019. We sold nine in 2020. Yep. Um, the average sale price was 386, and in February it was 357. So we saw another drop year over the year by 30k. What do you attribute that to? I don't know. I'm really, yeah. really curious to see what's going to happen in March. Given that it was, you know, weather-wise, it wasn't all that big. So, and the market was strong. So it's unusual. And I, I'd like to see what's going to bring in March to see how we end out the quarter. Do you think? And I don't know if this is the case or not, but do you think because we have a smaller sample size? We, you know, those aren't big numbers, 10 sales, nine sales. Do you think that's why it may, it may be such a significant drop? Yeah, maybe you're seeing the adjustment because the, well, and yeah, you might be right. We've lost 10 listings from 2019 right. to 2020. So maybe they're really what I call adjusting or sh the market shifting, which I hate that word shifting. Right. Because it remi I, I, I would rather use something, you know, when you're going Christmas time and you're right, wearing a size six and you shift up to a size eight and <laughs> right. go back down. Right. I hate that shift term. I'd like to say, hey, we're just sizing up or sizing down right. and kind of adjusting as a market. Um, Again, why I'm really curious to see what's going to happen in March. Yeah, I mean, in, bottom line is this Salem market is super hot. It seems like without a yeah, doubt, anything that gets listed in Salem in the in the right price range in that price range, you know, the mid threes to low fours is is gone. It is. So let me tell you what you can get in Salem for between three hundred and four hundred thousand. So we can Great educate info. the buyer Great info. as to what they're going to get at that point. They're going to get three bedrooms, one and a half bath, yep. with about 1,800 square feet. The house is going to be about 45 years old. That's okay. about the average. So here's what's going to separate the educated buyer from what I call the kicking tires buyer. The Salem market's going to continue to be very competitive as the inventory decreases. Yep. And the serious buyer is going to need to interview a few agents, mm -hmm. qualified realtors. As they should. As they should, and align themselves with this realtor who knows how to work in the New Hampshire market. Yep. Because what you're dealing with when you're in this price point with a house that's 45 years old is septic, yep. is radon, and is water. So again, you need an agent and a realtor who's going to know how to work a buyer through those steps Absolutely. and stand with them one by, you know, hand hand holding them through that whole process. And they need a lender that if something comes up with septic, 
someone to turn yep. to and say, when they panic, say, what are we going to do now? Yeah, you, you need to work with someone who can, you know, work with any obstacles that, that come your way. Um, you know, and again, not to like toot my own horn, but to toot my own horn on a little bit. What helps too is working with a lender like myself locally that knows all of these agents. Like I had two phone calls this morning from listing agents saying, oh, hey, Mike, I just want to confirm these buyers are good because they already know me. That's so huge. it certainly helps when they get the pre-approval and it's got my name on it. So locally, it does go a long way to have, you know, if it's not me, someone else local that can answer those questions for the listing agents. Exactly. And you that's know. the local pulse. That's, yep. you know, keeping it local, local roots, local pulse yep. of where you need to be. But what buyers also need to do is when you're looking at this three hundred dollars to $400,000 range, you know, out of the nine properties that sold, five of them were in that three to four hundred thousand dollar range so it's higher yep but there were price changes and so you need a lender who can adjust and give you a new pre-approval as these adjust oh yeah absolutely i mean what i always do anyway is once i pre-approve someone i've got their file and everything put together so if they need updated pre-approval letters to submit offers that's super easy i did it probably half a dozen times over the weekend you know what i mean to make sure that the pre-approval letters are matching the offers because that's super important oh it, again and Again, when you have a buyer in a competitive market, they need to understand the value of that. Yep. There's a lot of value when you're competing with three or four other buyers. Yeah. That how valuable your services are to have there quickly and updated pre-approval. And you have that. Don't you have a new one that's basically already beyond the pre-approval process and basically? Yeah, that's when they're actually approved. So we've got the borrowers actually approved. So when we're submitting the offer, it's a little bit better than a pre-approval. They're essentially, the borrowers themselves are already approved waiting for them to find a property. So once they find the property, that's when we can rip through and close that loan in 10, 10 to 12 days easily because the borrowers themselves have already been fully underwritten and approved. That's huge. Which is fantastic. That's huge. And that's, yep. you know, Coco Early Realtors understand that process yep. and they work with you specifically for that yep. because it is it's such an advantage. You need every little piece that you can get in your toolbox. No doubt, especially where it's so challenging and so competitive. You need to make sure that you've got everything ready to go. And that's why I try to make sure that the borrowers are super educated, buyers are super educated before they even go out to look at the house so they don't have to then go back and forth and say, well, let me find out now what payments are going to be. Yeah. That's already done. Yeah, we don't have time We already that. know that. So that once you guys are out there, you see the house, you like it, are we submitting an offer? Yeah, it's perfect. Yep. And the good thing is in that, you know, three to $400,000 range in Salem, you're still getting, you know, a, a, a very nice house. In that in that price point, yeah, eighteen hundred square feet. That's, yeah, I mean it's an updated kitchen. It's not right. new, but it's updated. Right, you have one and a half baths. Yeah, sometimes you have two baths. So it's it's a nice house. I mean, if you're comparing yourselves to Massachusetts, you are getting oh. more bang for your buck, as they like to say. Yeah, I mean it's ten minutes away. It is, and you it's know? quick, so you get the benefits of both worlds. Yep. Um, the other thing to note in February, which I thought was really interesting, was that the um, days on market dropped by almost half. Yep. Which again shows how competitive inventory. this market is. It's inventory, and yep. how competitive it is. So once these buyers are going, they're they're sprinting. They're not running. They're sprinting to that house. Yep. So again, another reason why you want that. Yeah, I heard pressure. heard from an agent, uh, a Cogorelli agent, this morning who uh, had an open house over the weekend, invited me to, I couldn't make it. Um, but he had told me that uh, 35 couples came through in like the first half an hour. Oh yeah, we had another one this weekend. <laughs> it's that crazy. Was, uh, Linda Jennings had one, it was 28. Yeah, uh, 28 yeah, people. one of our guys joined her because I couldn't, she asked me, I couldn't make it. Oh. So Jameson Byron, one of our loan officers went and, uh, and, and you know, uh, joined her for the open house. Yeah. 
crazy. So yeah, it's awesome. Crazy. But Salem's super competitive, great market. Um, in that price point, three to 400,000, you can easily do 3% down as first time buyer, 5% down if you're not a first, first time buyer. And um, you know, so many different loan options. That's awesome. Yep. And as we talked about last time, everybody keep in mind renovation loans. You know what I mean? If you if you wanted to do something, you know, say you do find one of these houses that uh, you know needs a little bit of work. It's you know it was a, a bank owned foreclosure, something like that. You know, and it, it needs to you know needs to be cleaned up. Needs some paint, window yeah. siding. Yeah, buff and fluff. You can do I that. like to call that. Yeah, the old buff and fluff. Absolutely. So I'm going to keep my eye on the Salem market because it does you know raise my eyebrows just a little bit. Yeah. What's going to happen in March? It's, it's interesting. Be interesting. Yeah, and it, it makes you wonder what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about Wyndham. All right. Because I just love Wyndham. They're averaging still 15 homes on the market uh, at any given time. Yeah. So that's a pretty good size inventory. We saw a very, very active February. We doubled the number of houses sold in 2020 as compared to 2019. Wow. So that's huge. So it's very, very competitive. Yep. Um, you're starting to see the shift again, and I hate that word shift. Let's just say we're raising, you know, moving up a pant size or two. Right. Homes are, they're adjusting about 20K. Okay. Um, from list to sale price. Um, they need the conversation that needs to be had is that sellers need to be prepared to not get the over asking price. Yeah, that's it's kind of settling back down. It's a little starting, bit. yeah, it's starting to come home. Yeah, it's gonna, you know, what I call the coming to Jesus party. Which is good though, because when it when it goes up super fast like that, you don't want to have a big drop. You just want it to level off, and that, I think that's all we're seeing. Oh, and that's what I'd like to see. I yep. don't want to see that big drop. I'm I want to just see a few steps back. Yep. You know, moving back a little bit. Because that's how we hold. We that's can hold at that. When it shoots up, then you see drops. Yeah, but we I just can. want a steady Yeah, I steady like that hold. too. Yep. Steady and slow. So um, let's talk about, um, oh, I wanted to talk a little bit about, about what the homes, oh, I didn't even give you the numbers. Let me give you the numbers. We had 18 listed in 2020. Yep. In February, 14 sold. Wow. The average sale price, you ready for this? 648,000. Holy smokes. Up 180 from January. Wow. Right? That's a big 180. jump. 180. That's a huge yep. jump. That's a half, that's like a full price, full family, you know, single family in Lowell. Yeah. Wyndham's tricky because of all the, all the new construction too. So it does skew a lot of the, the numbers because right. you can't buy any new construction under 750 probably. So we talked about this last month yeah. and it was curious because I ran those numbers as well. Um, 10 of those 14 that sold were um, 640 to 622 to 640. Yep. Three, only three of them were new construction. Really? So that goes back to my theory that the new construction is driving the price yep. of pre-existing homes. So uh, 10 sold. They all have four bedrooms. They all have three baths. In the GL, uh, the gross living area, somewhere between three and 4,000 square feet. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have something really interesting? What? The, the loan level, the loan limits have changed over the last year or so. Really? So now even in that price point, you can purchase with 5% down. I was yep. just going to ask you that yep. because if you're in that 600, because you can't get into Wyndham under six. That's basically no. what it comes down to. Nope. So if you're a buyer, what does that look like? And what do I need from you to give you to reach that? Yeah, you can purchase with, with as little as 5% down because Wyndham being in Rockingham County, you can go up to, they're called super conforming or high balance loan limits, Okay. which up to, I think the number was just adjusted to seven. 710,000, okay, you can do 5% down. Okay. Um, debt to income ratio somewhere in the mid you know, that's kind of confusing technical stuff, but you know, 45% or less, you can qualify just fine. Um, and th it's actually pretty easy to get qualified. And believe it or not, a lot of folks that even have more money to put down are choosing to put less down 
and invest that money elsewhere without because of how low these rates are. Without a doubt, that's yeah. that's a really that's a really intelligent. Yep. In really using maximizing your money. Yeah, even on some of the bigger ones too. You know, eight nine hundred thousand dollar purchases, they'll put the minimum down of ten percent and invest that money elsewhere so you can make more money in the stock market or well, maybe not last week. Yeah, but, yeah, no, no. Um, but what what a, a very smart friend of mine, he's a financial uh, analyst. What he did last week is he decided to do a cash out refi to pull out twenty grand. Throw it in the stock market. Yeah, yeah, that's to a good buy move. low. That was a good move. You know, so good it's move. it's definitely a lot that you can do. It's not like these these numbers where they're higher are unattainable, because um, people would be surprised by um, the payment difference from twenty percent down to five percent down. It's not that it's not that significant. Yeah, so you're better off. Yeah, put, put less down somewhere else, right? Yeah. So talk to me. Is there still a jumbo loan? Do they still call it the jumbo loan? Well, there are jumbo loans, and it's for different. Um, that's really when the loan amount is going to be over six eight. Well, seven ten now. Okay. The loan amount being over seven ten makes it considered jumbo. Okay, so that's a good point for realtors. So realtors need to learn that. Yep. That anything over now is seven ten is considered the jumbo loan. Yep, and that's the loan amount being over seven ten, not the sale price. Oh, okay. A lot of people get confused about that. It's Great based point. on loan amount, not sale price. So if someone bought for a million and put down. 300000 it's not a jumbo loan. Wow. Yeah. Great. That's great. Yeah. So I wanted to also talk to you a little bit about um, one of the, what I thought was interesting is that we've never had five-bedroom homes sell in Wyndham. Yeah. In January 2019. In January 2018, uh, February 2018, we had one five-bedroom home. In February 2019, we had no five-bedroom homes. Yep. And in 2020, we had two five-bedroom homes. Um, and they were listing for nine twenty five and sold for eight seventy five. Interesting. Those are used to be what we used to call the McMansions. Remember that yep. definition? I used to call that uh, the McFlurry, but the McMansions. <laughs> uh, five bedrooms, five baths, five to six thousand square feet. It's so a big we're house. starting to see big homes in Wyndham um, come on the market. Not just a few. I mean, we're talking two, and we haven't seen. You know, any in two years, now we're starting to see two, and we're going to see more and more of that. Right. Well, it's funny because a lot of those, as, as we were saying before we started, a lot of those, you know, big, big homes in, in Wyndham um, were built in the early 2000s, and you didn't see a lot of them, a lot of the new construction for a number of years weren't that big, and now we're seeing some, some more of that again. Yeah, it was, it's starting to come back a little bit. Yep. So not, and you had mentioned it too, it's, it, you know, they were going down, downsizing the scale of the home, you know, the square footage of the home, but really maximizing the small little details, you know, the, the quartz countertops yep. and the three and a half inch crown moldings and molding over molding. And I think you're seeing that, but now you're starting to see the square footage come back. Yeah, a lot of super high-end finishes, but now it's square footage and high-end finishes, which and is great. huge high-tech. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, high-tech everywhere. Smart houses, you know, oh, everything yeah. inside Alexis now. Alexis is everywhere. She's talking to you from every, yep. every angle. Toilets to flush themselves. I mean, it's crazy. Which is great. <laughs> <laughs> For a million bucks. I mean, you should get that. You should, you get should right? That, right? You should definitely get that. Yeah. Well, this was awesome, Joanne. Any it other was. info we want to let everyone know you about? You know, just in Wyndham, I want sellers to really be careful about listing the price of their home, making sure that that, quote, shift, that they price accordingly. And right. they understand that there's a little bit of, you know, a, a drop in price. Well, um, and they need to adjust. And again, both and I, you and I have said, you know, we want, we don't want to go up and come right back down. We want to stay right. steady. And I think that's where, and I hate the word shift, but I think we're starting to level off a little. Well, it's tricky. When values go up as fast as they did over the last couple of years, people don't necessarily get greedy. It's just that they're going to go for it. They're going right. to list a little bit higher, see if they can get it, because right. why not? You know what I mean? Then sometimes it needs to correct itself back down yeah. a bit. 
when which I is okay. Yeah, slack tie. When I paddleboard, it's called slack tie. Yeah, slack there you tie. go. That's what we want. Lying nice and easy. That's it. So that's it, folks. We well, got it. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank, thank you, Joanne. Always, always. We'll do thank it again in about 30 days, and you guys can learn all about March. Absolutely. All right, thanks so much. Peace out, everybody. Bye-bye. Have a great day.